Hello folks and welcome to the Comedy Corner here on Coast Access Radio 104.7 FM. My name is Graham Stevens and I really hope that I can bring a smile to your face. Why do only fools and old work Hello there and welcome back. And welcome to the next episode in the series of Goodnight Sweetheart. This is series two, episode nine. Let yourself go. Thought I might go into work today. Yeah. See how it goes. See how run is. Yeah, yeah, I think I'll chance it for a couple of hours. Hang the flags out. And come on, Yvonne, I'm looking for a bit of encouragement here. I've been ill. Yes, so you said. Right, I'm off to work. Yes, I think I'll chance it for a couple of hours. Well, just because it's mental and not physical, you think I'm making it up? No, I think you're dragging it out. You know, it's a good job one of us can go to work, isn't it? I mean, what if something happened to me? Where would we be then? Well, you're not ill, are you? No, I'm not ill. <laughs> what? What's wrong? Oh, this isn't the right time. Yvonne, tell me. I'm late. You're late? Yes, I'm late. <laughs> well, you better get going then, hang on. Not my fault. Gary, this is both our faults. No, you set the alarm and you were trying to do that. Oh. Well, you mean that late? How late? A week? Ten days? Yeah. Well, and that's long, is it? Or is that short? Well, we were sort of trying, weren't we? Yeah, yeah, cool. Yeah, well, why aren't we jumping for joy and opening bottles of champagne? Well, you know, it's like you say, it's only been ten days. And you've gone that long before, haven't you? Oh, Gary, I'm late. Yeah, I think we've established that. No, we work. We'll talk about it later. Yeah, yeah, but... You have gone this long before, haven't you? No. Give us a clue. Is it animal, vegetable or mineral? It's a lawn. She's... Getting fat. No. She's... The penny drops. The fairy Vaughn is with child. Yes. Well, no. Well, maybe. I don't know. It's only been ten days. Oh, is that late? Oh, late, late. Well, as far as I can gather, it's sort of early late. <laughs> what are you doing, Ron? I think you've already done it, haven't you? You've passed on the baton, as it were. You're panting at the side of the track as Yvonne thunders down the home straight. Well done, that man. Ron, I am freaking petrified. I know we were trying for one, but I can't have a kid. What about Phoebe? Yvonne and me aren't exactly hitting it off at the moment. How am I supposed to cope with a baby? It's a nightmare, Ron. It's a bloody nightmare. Just a shot in the dark. But do I detect a slight lack of enthusiasm about the happy event? I'm no good with kids. I... Oh, God, it might be a girl. It might be a girl, mightn't it, Ron? Yeah. But that's even worse. 
If it was a boy, I'd know how to deal with it. You know, I've been there, I've done that, I know how they work. <laughs> if it was a boy, I could chuck a ball and it'd run after it. It'd run after it? We are talking about a child, not a wire-haired terrier. <laughs> Call me Daddy. I'll have to push it on a swing and read it bedtime stories. Oh, no. Call these, will you? Martin, who packed the Wilson stuff? <laughs> Congratulations, it's a girl. That's a lot wrong. Tonight, as always here at BBC Sport, we're bringing you all the best dishes from the British Sporting Kitchen. And when you hear this evening's menu, I think you'll agree that any other dishes will not be necessary. We'll be talking to the possible future captain of the England Rugby 15, live by satellite from his millionaire beach retreat in Florida, and asking his rugby union still an amateur game. We're going to get under for the latest in cricket, across the water for golf. The first football, and there's just 20 minutes to go before the final whistle blows on tonight's football feast at Wembley. England versus Germany. We've got the whole match coming up later exclusively here on BBC. Officially, it's a friendly, of course, but can there ever be a friendly between these two old enemies? And the question is, can England manage the unthinkable? Can they beat Germany? Yeah, well, we have done it before, mate. expected, Seaman, Jones, Rousseau, Adams and Pallister, Ince, Barnes, Lee and Letizia, Wright and Shearer. Wise, Pierce and Sheridan on the back in a couple of hours. You couldn't possibly... German team is formidable. In goal, Gerhard Spatz. And if he's a bit slow to react this evening, we shouldn't be too surprised. He spent most of last night in a Berlin hospital, attending the birth of his first child. <laughs> Give me a break. Cricket. Gary, what are you having? Oh, just a half a bit of Reg. Can't stop long. Where's Phoebe? Powder in her nose. You've been watching International then? Pardon me? The Friendly at Wembley. England versus Scotland. Oh, right, there's a match on, is it? Well, not now. It's afternoon, of course. Can't play football in the dark, can you? <laughs> Mind you, game's not what it was. Too much money in it, if you ask me. Oh, no, that's true. Look at those transfer fees. It's ridiculous. I know. I mean, look at that bloke that Spurs bought before the war. Do you know how much they're paying him? No, how much, Ray? £8.17 and six a week. <laughs> And a free supply of dubbing. And he's hardly old enough to shave. Where's it all going to end? That's what I want to know. Mm. 10,000 a week suing each other in an opening nightclubs. You can joke about it if you want, but I'm being serious. Hello, Gary. I expect to see you in here tonight. I thought you'd be on duty. No, just popped out for an hour. Somebody's got to mind the shop. Oh, that reminds me. Rich! When the draymen come on Tuesday, no shorts, all right? I have got some standards, Phoebe. I don't even wear shorts when me and the Mrs. Go to Clacton. I mean to drink. They get one pint each and that's that. I won't be here, but I shall be watching over you, OK? Message received and understood. You going somewhere? Ever such a long way away. Buckingham, Charlotte. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Only for a couple of days. 
I'm going to see my cousins. They've been evacuated the country. Poor little souls. Mum and Dad died during the Blitz. Yeah. Really looking forward to going to... Well, I think, I mean, it's just a guess, but I think you're a little bit worried about going to Buckinghamshire. Yeah, all that country stuff is nice. I'm really looking forward to it. Oh, come with me, Gary. I'm a city girl. I like streets and brick walls. I like to feel the pavement underneath my feet. Do you know they have animals in the country? Yes, so that was a possibility. And bats and owls and things like that. Flying to your air at night. Phoebe, I'm not a natural history expert, but I think the chances of an owl flying into your hair, even in Buckinghamshire, is pretty remote. Oh, come with me, Gary. It's only for a couple of days. What do you say? Couple of... No, I can't, Phoebe. People would find out. Well, they wouldn't. We could say we were married, you know. Mr and Mrs Sparrow. Imagine... Just you and me, and all that country air, alone. Well, we've never been alone. There's lots of things you can do in the countryside you can't do here. Like what? You know. Hmm. I must admit, the proposition does have its attractions. Hey, Mr. Do you mind you don't start a stampede, right? <laughs> anyway, I've got to go. Love you and leave you, Phoebe. No, you don't. No, you leave me, but you never love me, not properly. You know what I mean? Won't always be like this, Phoebe. Oh, yeah. So when's it going to change, then? Buckinghamshire? Right, right. In here, isn't it, Rich? <laughs> and so we're moving now to the very last minute of this thrilling day. It's been a real roller coaster of a hat, but can uh, possibly still be another shopping store? Yeah. Good match. Yeah. Yeah. Very good. What happened? It's it's difficult to explain unless you're an expert. <laughs> no, I just I've noticed off. Oh, Gary, come here. Oh, we all enjoyed ourselves, did we? Hey, I'm not drunk. I've been on mirror. Water all night. It's best not to drink in my condition, don't you think? Oh, right, yeah. Oh, I really want it, you know, Gary. 
I wasn't sure this morning, and then this afternoon I was, and then I went off the idea, and well, now well, I'm just... Well, 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 get the idea. <laughs> so, it's still green for garden, and you're pleased? Oh, it's going to be great, Gary. It's going to be the making of us. This is what we needed. Yeah. I'm going to go and see my mum at the weekend and tell her the news. Do you want me to come? What do you want to? Do the early Christians have a choice? <laughs> well, I never felt really welcome there since that incident with her Yorkshire Terrier. <laughs> First person I slept under the flying man. Why don't you try and do a little bit more than sitting here being Mr. Couch Potato? What do you mean? Well, get out and about, you know, dig the garden, plant some bulbs, go for a walk in the countryside. <laughs> well, he says. <sighs> Isn't this great, Gary? Great. Lovely. Damn sight lovely if there'd been a taxi at the station. Oh, my God. <sighs> the cow. Big thing with horns. You know where the milk comes from? Silly. I knew what it was. No, you didn't. I heard that. I just wasn't expecting cows to be hiding behind that hedge. Well, they did think about keeping them on the road, but it never really caught on. How this night must be out there, Gary. M25, what's that? Oh, no, he died. Big woolly thing. Makes a sort of barring noise. I know that. It's the noises they make I'm not used to. Come here. Hmm. I think this would mind if we share their fields. Well, better not. Um, they're not used to the sort of noises we make, are they? <laughs> <laughs> well, better be getting along, eh? I thought you said we were nearly there, Gary. Oh, I'm nearly there, according to this map. According to your map, we were nearly there two hours ago. <laughs> Would you look at that? Oh, look at those ducks. Yeah. Be lovely with a bit of bread sauce. Somebody always has to spoil it, don't they? Oh, isn't it lovely, Gary? It'll be ever so handy for the M25. You have got so big. <laughs> he likes his food as our Peter. Have you heard from Mum and Dad? No, no, I haven't, sweetheart. They're, they're still away. Here, I want you to say hello to someone. This is Gary. He's my husband. That's right, isn't it, Gary? Yes, yes, that's right. <laughs> and I'm his wife. How long have you been married now, then? Six months. Can't be that long. Two months. Make it six, six. Six. Well, whatever you say, I'll put you in the big bedroom across the hall. 
Well, go on then. Say hello to the kids. Hello there. Very pleased to meet you. Schoolwork going all right, is it? Gary, they are just kids. Well, what am I supposed to do? Uncle Harry! Oh, now I'm on the ropes! Oh! <laughs> the winner! <laughs> Princess, will you marry me? No. <laughs> you might. Is that it? You might marry me? Okay, <laughs> Okay. Who wants it? Peter! <laughs> That's what you're supposed to do. Oh. Hi. Hello. Sorry, I just came to see if the old lady had any eggs. Harry. Harry met us. Oh, Phoebe. Banford. Sparrow. Sparrow. This is Gary. You're American. Gary. Well, he is, I can tell. Well, I thought we'd have to get involved sooner or later, so... Later rather than sooner, as usual. So, when can we expect the rest of you? It's just a matter of time. Gary's my husband. Yes, that's right. I'm her husband. So what do you do, Gary? Oh, you know, bits and bolts. Play the piano. Yeah, I'm pretty good at tickling the old ivories. What do you do? I'm flight navigator with one of the bomber crews at the airbase. Just came back from a flight over the Baltic. Took a lot of flack. Came back on one engine. So what do you play on the piano, then? Well, you know, stuff. Stuff? Yeah, well, I think I'd better go and have a wash and brush up. Baby, you coming? In a minute. Don't you want a wash and brush up? No, not really. You can watch me shaving. Why would I want to watch you shaving? Because you're my wife, darling. Oh, yeah. I'll be along in a minute. Darling. You've been married long. Oh, you know. Sort of. Yeah. Listen, I don't want you to think I'm... But if you need anything, I can get things maybe you find difficult. Uh, stockings and stuff. Oh, no, no, no. Uh, Gary sees me all right in that department. Yeah? I don't suppose there's any other department I can help with. Pardon me? Oh, sorry, that particular phrase hasn't become popular yet, has it? Still, give it time. Gary, what have you come back for? Um, uh, your case, darling. What's that? What do you think it is? It's a kind of shaving phone. Shaving phone? You mean you don't have shaving foam in America? Oh, no. We use a shaving stick. Oh, that old thing. No, no, no. Over here, we... Well, some of us, we use this. Well, let me demonstrate. Say. That's impressive, eh? 
And that's what an Englishman does when he gets up in the morning. Well, I'm impressed. Listen, the guys at the base, we're having a party for all the kids in the area tomorrow. Maybe you'd like to come? Oh, yeah, I'd love to. Well, yes, I think my wife and I may be able to fit that into our social diary. Isn't that right, darling? Great, about five, yeah? Catch you later. Bye, Harry. You don't like him, do you, Gary? I don't know. It just seemed a bit... weird. <laughs> I think it's going to rain, you know. Maybe we should go back, forget this party thing. What's wrong with you? Nothing. Nothing wrong with me. Perfectly fine and normal. Oh, says you. Look, Gary, you're not worried about Harry, are you? I came here to be with you. Yeah. Says you. Oh, well, it wasn't me that didn't want to last night. Hey. Meaning what? Meaning it wasn't me that didn't want to last night. You turned away, remember? I fancy you rotten, and I know you feel the same way about me too, so why didn't you want to? You've waited long enough. Well, this isn't the time or the place. Well, it is for me. Well, what if you know what happened? Gary, sometimes you have to do what your aunt tells you. It was only a child, Gary. Wasn't it? You're getting better. Come on then, kids. Let's go to the nappy. Tonight, you'll have it before you leave. 
So I thought, well, somebody's got to stop Hitler, so I volunteered. That's awfully brave, Harry. Well, hey, you people went through the blitz. A few fireworks going on. <clears throat> Still, you've got your family. That's what's important. I haven't got any family. I meant your husband. Oh, Gary. <laughs> A piano player is a pretty high flyer compared with somebody who's risking his life for democracy on a day-to-day -day basis. <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> he's not ever such a condor, Harry. I just hope it happens to me one day. Oh, it will, it will. You just take care with all that flying and everything. <laughs> you want me to see something? Phoebe's been telling me you spent some time in the States. Yeah, uh, New York. Yeah, New yeah. York, my hometown. Very briefly. Very briefly. Never <laughs> so briefly, really, when you think about it. Uh, no, Hollywood is my town. Hollywood. My sister lives in Hollywood. Where were you living? Where did she live? Beverly Hills. Oh, that's where you had that apartment of yours, wasn't it, Gary? <laughs> there and thereabouts, you know. Uh, Phoebe, would you like to dance? Uh, where was this apartment? Well, it's, um, Hollywood Boulevard, um, near... Sunset Strip, you know, just where it crosses uh, Baywatch and the uh, You know my sister? Uh, no, I don't think so. I was going to say, you know my sister is always saying, Harry, you really must come visit with us, but I've never been. Oh, thank God. Well, I mean, you really must go. It's great. You'd love it. Yes, I would like that. I'd like that very much. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Gary Sparrow! 
I'd like to dedicate a song to a very special lady. In fact, I'd like her to join me up on stage. It's not talking about me, sweetheart. Come on, up you go. Yeah, come on. Need a better life. I need my love to be healed. Healed. Making each day of the year. Changing my life with a wave of a hand. Nobody can deny that the song. of your hair, the sweetest smile, that honest innocence. Mm. I think the honest innocence may have just taken a bit of a bashing. <laughs> <laughs> I do love you, Gary. Look, Phoebe, um... You and me, you know, it's, uh, it's not going to be easy. Well, what is? Well, you know I'm going to have to go away a lot. Oh, no, Gary. Ever since you walked into the pub last year, you've been the only thing that's kept me going. <sighs> Phoebe. I know you have to go away a lot, but I'm one of the lucky ones. I'll see much more of my fellow than most women do while this war goes on, and, and while it does, Gary, I'll settle for whatever bits of your time I can have. After that, who knows, eh? Yeah. Yeah, who knows? One of our brave boys back after another perilous mission to free Europe from tyranny. Gary. I know that sounds better than anyone that's a German bomber. <laughs> okay. So it's one of Goering's goons limping back to Deutschland with his tail between his legs. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, don't worry. Won't be interested in bombing an open field in Buckinghamshire, would it? Well, 
bloody cow, was he? Hiya. Hi. How's your mum? Oh, you know, same as ever. She's uh, had a new kitchen put in. Yeah? Oh, well, we said she had a big mouth. <laughs> Harry, don't start. Where did you get this? No. Oh, yeah, I did what you said, you know, I had a day in the country. Found that in a bric-a-brac shop. It's only 50p. Pretty little girl. Yes, she is. Was. Listen, I've been thinking, um, about the baby. I think you're right. I think it's a good idea. <laughs> if what? What's wrong? False alarm. Yeah. It's just me being stupid and jumping the gun. Oh, not at all. <laughs> it's what we need to be a family. Well, we've got plenty of time. Still. More fun trying again, eh? Yeah. <laughs> what would you like? A little girl or a little boy? You are listening to The Comedy Corner here on Coast Access Radio 104.7 FM. And that was an episode of Goodnight Sweetheart, entitled Let Yourself Go. Victor Maguire, who plays Ron Wheatcroft in Goodnight Sweetheart, first came to our attention as the second eldest brother, Jack Boswell, in Carla Lane's wonderful series, Bread. Here is an episode of Bread. This is from series two, episode five. Gotta find it, get us a shell. Making bread out of nothing but air. Fighting life, but hitting the ground. Catching a penny, but missing the pound. Doesn't matter, cause we'll soon turn it around. As soon as we get home, we make it and we take it home. Nothing's gonna break it home. What? You've been here all night. Honestly, Billy, you fall asleep on a level crossing. You're supposed to have young blood in your veins. Where is it? It's a note from Julie. She must have put it through the door on the way to the station this morning. I thought she was acting funny last night. Dear Billy, I've been worried lately about us living here, about the future for our baby, about the world. I know you try hard, but something in me can't wait. I told you about my friends in London. Well, I've gone down there to see what it's like. Perhaps the streets are paved with hope. I'll phone you when I'm settled. Don't worry about the baby. Love, Julie. It all happens in this family, doesn't it? I'm frightened to open my eyes in the morning in case the house is gone. <laughs> There's no right! I'm the father of that baby. She's kidnapped my child. Oh, now, don't be so overdramatic, Billy. She just got away for a bit, that's all. God bless us and save us. It's like watching the big film. If I was married to her, I'd be the boss. I'd be in charge. She wouldn't be able to do these things. I know, love. That's why you're not married. And what am I going to do now? I've got my sandwich-making business. I'm running around like a blue fly. For what? 
for her love and for your baby. London? What's in London? They're all precocious snobs down there. Pretentious, Billy. They don't even call on one another. You have to make phone calls. You can't go, you is the kettle on queen in London. It's from Julie. There's no right. Ah, well, yes. She's ambitious, isn't she? She wants to try the world on, like a pair of shoes. Till she finds a pair that fit her. There's nothing wrong with that now, son. What about the baby? She's a mother, Billy. You know about mothers. Extra tomato for you for that, Joey. But I'm a father. Of course you are. And fathers are providers. So what you do is you go out there and you provide. What for? Them. Your girl and your baby. Be ready for them when they come back. Meet them at the station with a suit on. And a van that goes. I didn't know she was like this. Of course you knew. She had character, courage, truth. It's why you love her. No, it isn't. I love her because she's got a lovely body. And see her. All right, Billy. And when she laughs, her eyes close and her mouth... Opens, Billy. I know, they all do that. <laughs> and it goes all sexy. Billy! Look, what you've got to do is carry on. And when she comes back, be nice to her. I am nice to her. I don't mean ordinary nice, Billy. Women are funny creatures. You've got to be extra nice. I bring her one of my best sandwiches home every day. <laughs> well, men who make cars don't bring their women a car home every day, do they? What I mean is, it's got to be right, Billy. Perfect, even. You know how, when you're combing your hair, if there's a little piece that's not quite right, your whole image is wrong? <laughs> I'm not ready for all this. <laughs> no use being profound with him. He doesn't comb his hair. It's a funny old thing, Mum, isn't it, life? Aveline and Julie have left the fold. Dad's on his way back. Every day, something new. I hope I'm doing the right thing, Joey, letting your dad come back home. Of course you are, ma'am. It's natural. He's family. He goes through life like Coco the Clown. Give his mind something serious to think about, he liquidises it. <laughs> we'll shape him up, ma'am. Mind me shoes, girl. Mind me shoes. Bloody boss, well, it's you again. All dressed up, eh? Been promoted, have we? In a way, sweetheart. In a way. Son. Hi, Dad. You're very dark, eh? What's up? Judy's left me. Gone to London. Gone chasing the rainbows, has she? Well, I've got news for her. They do a U-turn at Watford. She's taking the baby and all. Move over. Won't open. Slammed it. Well, listen, son, there comes a time in all our lives when we've got to go. We can't explain. Often we leave good for bad, but we've got to go. It's part of the learning process. You'll be driving along the road and suddenly you'll want out. You want to stretch. The field over there, 
always seems to have the sun shining on it. I'd never leave Julie. We'll see, son. We'll see. Hey, the good news is we often come back. Is me breakfast coming or not? I will place your order immediately, Grandad. And I don't want honey. Them bees is radioactive. I've got him up on my lungs trying to fight off the stuff that comes out of his car. Luggage down, Freddy Boswell. Back home, eh? Uh, how many kids have we got? <laughs> Three upstairs, one's left home, and one in the car outside. Oh, yeah, um, ah, Billy, I've had a word. Well, you are an authority, aren't you, on people leaving people? You're like a dog with a postman's trousers, aren't you? You don't expect me to forget Lilo Lil, do you? You don't expect me to forget that morning when you walked out of this house to go to that tart. I've laid in bed at night with Lilo Lil's name burnt on my brain. I have lain there and made elaborate plans to machine gun the entire city in the hope that I might blow Lilo Lil right out of her shameless knickers. Can we forget Lilo Lil? Don't you dare mention her name in this house. Are we fixed for breakfast? <laughs> well, you've got to make a call. Morning, son. Hi, Dad. You're back then. It won't be a minute. Sergio ain't finished in the bathroom yet. I know. But his aftershave seeping under the door and poisoning us all. Two trays, Jack. One to Grandad, and one to our Billy. He's outside sulking in the car. It's great, isn't it? Why don't we all do that? I could have my dinner in the van tonight. He's emotionally disturbed, and besides, he's trapped. The car door won't open. Go on. <laughs> oh, Dad. When did you move in, then? He came with the milk. <laughs> Welcome home, Dad. Welcome home. Thanks, son. So where shall I sit, then? Nothing's changed. We sit where we sat. <laughs> Yay! Breakfast! Still the same, isn't she? Got a loud hailer for a gob. <laughs> you seen that, son? The body centre. Yes, smashing. They got a sauna, sun bath, shower, massage. Four quid the lot. I go every week. Hence, the golden look. <laughs> Is it open this afternoon? It's open all the time, son. Open all the time. Well, I've got a cater for the unemployed, haven't he? I mean, being out of work is one thing, but being out of work and pale. Doesn't matter what colour your body is, if your brain's lying on its back, does it? They've got to work. I must say, I'd quite like to get a tan. It's nice to be brown all over, isn't it? And my body's a bit patchy. Ah, well. There has to be a runt in every litter. There's no runt in my litter. Everyone born whole and strong. The only runt was their father. <laughs> No sense of humour. No sense of humour. She put years on a Ming vase, that one. <laughs> Dad, another chair at the family table. Great. <laughs> Sit here, Dad. Thanks, son. Wait. 
waiting for you, Dad. Oh, uh, leave me out, if you don't mind. Oh, but we do mind. I don't pray anymore. You used to pray. Ah, well, a lot's happened since then, though, son. Well, I still believe in God, but in a different way. I know what that means. I mean, you can believe in God without actually chatting him up all the time, can't you? <laughs> Not you too, Jack. Well, there's no need, ma'am. And anyway, with things the way they are, I don't see how he's got time to listen. Do you know, I must say, I found it hard to keep on believing. What with losing my job, and my redundancy money ebbing away, and other things of a private nature. My faith has been hanging by a thread. Hanging by a thread. I'm more of a proddy now. A proddy? <laughs> <laughs> well, it got a bit boring, you know, confessing me sins and then going home and doing it again. <laughs> I see. So the rot is setting in, is it? The sheep are beginning to scatter. Joey. Those who want to pray, pray. Those who don't. We thank thee, O oh Lord. <laughs> For all the good things in life, help us to cope with the bad. <laughs> Amen. Amen. You see, Father, it's him, my husband. And before you start pontificating about lost souls returning, I think I ought to tell you, Father, he has sinned. The good Lord, my child, is full of sweet forgiveness. It's not an ordinary sin, Father. It's a dreadful sin. There are no good sins, no bad sins, my child. Only sins. I hardly know how to say it. The Lord will forgive. It's, it's such a sin. Fear not, my child. If a man repenteth, the good Lord will forgive him for anything. He's turned Protestant. Except for turning Protestant. <laughs> it was ecstatic. Thank you. When I'm old, I'll think of these moments. With you. In a cornfield. <laughs> in a little room behind the shop. On the sand dunes. In the bushes by a duck pond. <laughs> Where will I be when you're thinking these things? Oh, you'll be old too. You'll be thinking about them. So we won't be together? We might. We don't know, do we? You'll be with Alan Wentworth, no doubt. He's no more likely than you being with Ellen Poe. <laughs> you're like all women, after all. You deliberately bump into me in the street, then you deliberately find out where I'm going to be and get there before me. Then, you taunt me with your... with your... Can you steal my body? Steal it! Yeah. <laughs> steal it. Then, after lulling me into a state of adoration, you plan, yeah, plan in front of my very naked self, your future, without me. Since I met you, Carmen, my body is hanging by a thread. Hanging by a thread. You were wonderful, Adrian. Not to mention your lies. All right. They were lies. <laughs> you are not wonderful. You are not a great pulsating tiger. The earth does not move. <laughs> you don't even know how to do it. 
tonight, then? Nah. My friend Janice will babysit. No, I'd rather not. Tomorrow night, then. We'll see. I thought you came down here to find things out. All you're going to find out is what it's like to sit in every night. Well, I can't leave the baby, can I? Well, she won't know, will she? She'll be asleep. Well, she might wake up and see a strange face. It's time my mother woke up and saw a strange face. <laughs> oh, you go. I'll be all right. Ralph Connolly will be there. Who's he? We met you at the station. Ralph Rowland and me. Oh, him. <sighs> ah, he fancies you. He's always smiling all the time. I can't stand blokes that are always smiling all the time. It's as if the corners of his mouth are hooked onto his ears. <laughs> <laughs> well, Roland, then. He'll be there. Don't like him, either. He drives a Porsche. Oh, well, he must be all right, then, if he drives a Porsche. Hang on while I choose my wedding dress. What's a Porsche got to do with it? Well, you can tell a fella's ambitions by the car he drives. I mean... It's like reading his horoscope. Well, in that case, there's no hope for our Billy. Every time he starts his car up, it shuts his skin like a snake. <laughs> Why didn't you marry Billy? He's not ready for it. They're never ready for it. You've got to take them by surprise. He'd go down that aisle with a daft look on his face. But like putting a sparrow in a little cage. <laughs> Catch me, Curtin. If I found someone I loved, I'd cram him in that cage, even if he was a bloody eagle. <laughs> he comes from a big family. They're very close. I think the mother's related to God. She's only got to nod her head and the universe goes into reverse. <sighs> How many are there? Well, there's the dad, and there's granddad, and there's Jack and Adrian and Aveline. And then there's Joey. Now, Joey was put on this earth to keep the delicate balance of nature. If it wasn't for all his leather gear, we'd be overrun by cows. <laughs> and amongst all that lot, there's Billy. He's got curly hair, and he hardly ever laughs. He sounds dull to me. He puts his socks on inside out, gets his shirt buttoned wrong, bumps into things, talks through the earpiece on the phone. Instead of marrying him, why not adopt him? I've only told you the bad bits. There are good bits, then. Yeah. Well, why aren't you up there with them? I had to find things out, didn't I? <laughs> Get it, lad. Come on, do it. Whoa. Oh, great. Yeah. Great. Whoa. Get in there. Come on, wake up, Billy. What's the work? <laughs> this is the third time you lock. Your dinner is ready. <laughs> Get it, lad. Come on, do it. You're late. Yes. I'm sorry. I was with Carmen. She's more important than the family, is she? Oh, well, I am entitled to a private life. And what am I entitled to, I wonder? Why have you done this, ma'am? 
What's the matter? He's only been back five minutes and he's destroying us already. They're having fun out there. Oh, I know. Jack hasn't done any work. Billy went off in his sandwich round this morning with the most revolting sandwiches I have ever seen. Well, he's upset about Julie. We're all upset about something. Oh, you're right. We're all upset about something. And what does he do about it? Nothing. He doesn't say, off you go, Jack. You've got a call to make. Off you go, Billy, but not until you get your sandwiches right. No. He says, when in doubt, get the football out! <laughs> Don't cry, ma'am. You try to do things right, Adrian. And you try to please people. I know. I know. And you put all your heart and strength into it. I know. <laughs> and what do they do? They tell you you're no good at it. <laughs> you, you know, you're a clever lad, Adrian. I mean, you know nothing about life. And there you are, all warm and wise. Greetings. <laughs> I call them, Joey. I call them at least three times. It's okay, ma'am. It's okay. I'm only sorry. I didn't put something aside for you two. No sweat. No sweat. Oh, I should never have let him come back home. <gasps> ma'am, look, it's all right. He'll settle down. He's just like a kid let out of school, that's all. More like he's been let out of a nut house. <laughs> it's taken us three years to build this family into some kind of strength again. We wanted for nothing. We pulled together, obeyed the rules. And now we're tossing about on a destructive sea with my Aveline overboard and him at the helm! <laughs> oh, God. Years of bringing a family up does that here, son. You'll have to make yesterday's money go round a bit further, won't you, son? Dear ma'am, is it...? Dear ma'am, this is my last fiver. I had to buy a face steamer today. Love, Aveline. I've said prayers. Right. Well, shall we begin? Gotta get up, gotta get out. Grab the world by the throat and shout. Buy it. Sell it. The game's getting out. Cause someone's stealing you a losing card.
You have been listening to the Comedy Corner here on Coast Access Radio 104.7 FM. That's all for this week, folks. So until I speak to you again next week, this is Greg Stephen saying, keep smiling. We've got some off-price crack ties, some miles and miles of carpet tiles, TVs, deep freeze, and David Bowie LPs, all games, gold chains, worst names, and had a push, and Trevor Francis track suits from a mush and shepherd's bush, 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 bush. No income tax, no VAT, no money back, no guarantee. Black or white, rich or poor, we'll cut prices and a straw. This program is made with assistance from New Zealand On Air for radio broadcast and through the accessmedia.nz website. Thank you, New Zealand On Air.